Hello, friends, and welcome to the Trenton 365 show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can follow us on Twitter at Trenton365, website Trenton365.com, and there's several Facebook pages. Just do a search for Trenton365. You can see the show, Library Boxes of Trenton, Lifestyle by Hamans, Brendel, and others. You are listening and watching over WIMG 1300, the oldest radio station in the state of New Jersey, and the two-time stellar award-winning station and we're going for a third this year as well and if you're watching it's over WPHY channel 25 covering Mercer County New Jersey in the studio with me in the first segment is Lee Ingram and he is part of an organization doing wonderful things in the city of Trenton and they've got an amazing event that's coming up this weekend but without any further ado Lee Ingram from Fathers and Men United for Better Trenton welcome to the Trenton 365 show thank you for welcoming me Oh, it's always a pleasure, man. And um, and I'm gonna before I have you introduce yourself, I'd like to you know do a, a public announcement of uh, who you are. And uh, not only are we neighbors, but you're also very active in the community, doing lots of different things. One of the first things that you had mentioned when when you and I had connected many years ago was that when something happens in the community, you're one of the people who gets a call. And it's not that you're doing it for any other reason other than making yourself available and that you're fulfilling and satisfying your, your soul and your spirit. And um, you often are uh, known as Minister Lee Igram because of the things that you're doing in the community. And I think it's important for people to know that as a sidebar about who you are as a person and then all the other things that you're involved in. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I am, I am a minister. And I'm one of those behind-the-scenes ministers. I go and I do the work and I go home. I don't stay for the cameras. I don't stay for the news. I'm there for the families when they really need the help because the families in Trenton need a lot of help with a lot of different things. So I'm that Morgan Freeman guy at Salt <laughs> Redemption. I get things. <laughs> Besides that, you got a wonderful sense of humor, too. And, oh, yeah, I, th- I, and I think a lot of people don't actually see that side of you. But the people who have been around you for a little while do realize that you've got a wonderful sense of humor. And we were cutting it up in the green room a little Always. earlier today. Always. Awesome. you got to bring joy. Yes. So um, let, can we talk a little bit about your background, where you're from, um, what you're doing here in Trenton, et cetera, and then we'll branch into talking about Fathers and Men United for a Greater Trenton. My background is I'm born and raised here in the city of Trenton. I grew up in Wilbur Section, 200 block of Walnut, one of the toughest blocks in the city. No doubt. I was a thug. I was a drug user. I was one of the people you, when you saw coming, you went the other way. I, you just didn't want to talk to me because <laughs> you didn't know who I was on any particular day. Mm-hmm. But then 26 years ago, God took over my life and said, you work for me now. And I've been doing his ministry his way. I go to the corners. I talk to the young men on Stuyvesant and Hoffman. I go out and I talk when, when death notifications come out in the city when the young men have been getting shot over the years. I go out and I talk with the families if they need burial assistance. We had a program that would help them with the burial assistance. Um, We worked with the Attorney General's office and the forfeiture funds to help offset funeral costs. Um, It's just so many different things that if people get burned out, we help with clothes drives, food drives. It's just so much that we get involved in that we just go find what the need is and we reach out to the people in our network that can do that particular need. You know, we don't do nothing for glory, you know, because people are surprised when they find out, you do that? Yes, we do. We just don't talk about it, you know, because it's not about talk. It's about letting the families know we're there for you, and if you need us, just reach out. Mm-hmm. And uh, over the last several years, I mean, Triton has had its ups and downs with uh, um, murders and, and different things, uh, people losing their lives in Triton from a, a multitude of different ways. And you're one of those folks who gets called. You get called and, and then you come out, etc. Is that part of your ministry or is that just uh, something that you're passionate about as a human being? It's having my nephew I, I, in 1998. 
My nephew, Anthony Kelly Pace, was killed in front of my house. Guy came up, robbed him, shot him through the heart. And um, from that day on, I started a mission of making sure nobody else had to feel that pain. We went out, we helped search for the guys that killed him, and we did it the way our family in the South is. We posseed up family and we went and we found out. And we helped the police find out who killed our nephew, but it sent me on a mission of never seeing a young man die over something senseless. You know, and they only he they only got three hundred dollars off of him when they killed him. And when they got caught and went to trial, their reasoning was he wanted to get high. You took a man's life so you can get high. No logic in it at all. Well you were you were very open and you mentioned about your um, use of drugs and so forth and how your life has changed and uh, you just mentioned an incident where a family member was killed and it was drug related not necessarily on his part but on the person's part who was looking for some money to take care of an addiction or to get high etc is that one of the major influences for the violent crime that's happening in Trenton yes one of the one of the reasons for the violent crimes here in Trenton is self-medication people are lost they're in a lot of pain, and they don't know where to go get the help that they need. You got young men out there that don't want to be in the drug game, but they got two and three kids that need food, that need milk, that got to have clothes, and they're doing the best they can with no education and some with felonies. So they're doing the best they can with what they got. And um, it's not like they really want to be out there, but they have no other choice. And there's, if you look around the city of Trenton, the economic opportunities aren't there. You go down Broad Street, you got all these, I call them labor mills, all these temporary services that go in there, work for these big companies, get the workload out, then lay these people off. They have no future again. So we need to bring people in that's going to open up strong economic businesses, the old factories that we used to have in Trenton, the old mills. We used to have manufacturing here in Trenton off the work. You can leave one job and start another one an hour later. But we don't have that here now, so there's nothing for them to do. So that's why our young people are out just self-medicating because they're lost. They don't, they, they don't know what else to do. Mm -hmm. Nobody's talking to them. The, the mentors that used to be out the street, even me, when I was young and out in the streets hanging in the, in the drug houses and on the streets, the older guys would have, come here, young blood, let me talk to you. No matter what they was doing, they would always sit you down and educate you on something. We don't have that no more. It's like the young people know more than us when they really don't know anything. And when you try to educate them, they feel that you're trying to dumb them down and they get offended. No, it's not like that. I'm trying to show you how to get where you want to go. These are the steps that you must do. I can't do them for you, but I can walk with you through them. And that's my main goal, is to pick somebody up and take them like somebody did for me. You know, um, people did that for me growing up. They took me under their wing. I started working at the Naval Air Proportion Center on Parkway when I was 14 years old in high school. And the young men out there, um, there's one guy, Jesse Greer, he ran the paint shop. When I came out there, the first thing he did, he looked at me. He said, you want to work, you just don't know how. He said, I'm going to teach you. And he taught me a work ethic that's still with me to this day. You know, he said, no matter what job you have, no matter how little, how big or how small, take pride in it. So that when you walk away, you say, I did that. And you'll feel good about it. And it'll make you want to do more and more. And it's been with me since I was 14 years old, that ethic. Uh, no matter how small or something I do, when I look back at it, I can say, I did that. You know, And that's the only self-gratification that I look for, the pride that I know I did the best I could do with what I had. And that in itself is you know that you put the effort in. in. You've given the 100% that you could, and you did the best that you could. Anybody that knows me, when it comes to friendship, volunteering, work, 
anything that I do, I give you 100%. I don't mess around. If I say, like most people know me by my word. If I give you my word one time, you don't have to call me. You don't have to look for me. I'm there. People know that. Say, well, Mr. Ingram said he's going to be here at 8 o'clock. He'll be here at 7.30. <laughs> you ain't got to call him no more. He'll be here. And that's just the way it is. Because your word, if you give your word to somebody, that's showing that you're reliable, you're trustworthy. You're going to do what you say you're going to do. And people take pride in that. And they'll work with you. They'll do anything for you when they know they got a person that they could depend on. And ain't got a hand out. You know, but it goes a long way. It really goes a long way. And that's why I give 100% to everything that I do. And I just walk off and say, yeah, I did that. <laughs> and, I, mm -hmm. yeah. and so 26 years ago, when, when you made that conscious decision or God touched your life to change your life, mm -hmm. did you immediately get involved in the, the type of ministry work that you're in now? Or, or what were some of the steps that led you to this point? When I got clean, the first thing I started doing is helping my family. Showing them, because I have a lot of addicted members in my family, that you too can stop. And slowly but surely, two of my sisters stopped. Uh, my aunt stopped. Cousins stopped. Friends started stopping. And they asked me how. And I would show them. You know, you go to the... First, go get yourself detox. Then come back and walk through the NA program with me, and I'll show you how. I can't carry you through it, but if you go to Narcotics Anonymous and just follow the simple principles of that program, 26 years later, I'm still clean. I live by the first three principles of Narcotics Anonymous, and I call them, I can't, he can, I let him. Because... In the, first, in the first step, it tells us, you know, we're powerless. We can't do nothing. Our decision, look where all my decision-making got me. It got me living in Mill Hill Park, eating out of garbage can, going to my mother's job at Mill Hill Park, looking like who knows what, asking her for money. And then when he touched me, he said, I know a way to bring you back to the person that you should be. And when I accepted that, the third step was I let him. And I let him continue to do that for me to this day. I always got to remember, my best decisions always got me in the worst situations. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> my best decisions always got me in the worst situations. So I don't try to make decisions anymore. I just go with the flow and go where I'm led. Do what I do. And when he says, hey, move on, you move on. <laughs> it's just, just that simple. Great. <laughs> Lee Ingram, we're just about up on a break, but I'd like for you to share the contact information for Fathers and Men United for Greater Trenton, and then after the break, we're going to get into more information about that. Okay. Fathers and Men United is, we meet every first Monday at Samaritan Baptist Church at 6 o'clock, <laughs> and um, Bishop Revenel is our spiritual advisor. He took us under his wing. And we have a Facebook page, Fathers of Men United for a Better Trenton. We got to get up on Twitter. Twitter. I really don't like Twitter because Donald Trump on there, but that's another story. <laughs> but that's how you can look here. You can contact me at 609-468-3422 or on my Facebook page. And I hate giving out my Facebook page because my middle name, Lee Willie Ingram. <laughs> But you ain't going to find me without the willy. So <laughs> it's in there. And, um, you know, we have great memberships. Um, you'll meet some more of the guys in a few minutes. But awesome. it's a great program. Yep. And uh, we'll get into that in just a moment. And, uh, folks, I just want to say that, um, you know, it, it's important for us to uh, consider, you know, the times in, in, in which we live in. And uh, for us to do that, we need to be civically and actively engaged in building the community that we want. Um, this is no time for anyone to be sitting on the sidelines. We need as many people as possible to get involved into the game. And if you don't know the game, you don't know the rules, just ask. Just figure that out. Because as we move forward as a culture, as a community, as a nation, as a race of people, meaning humans, we all have to get together. We've got to work together to establish some sort of unity 
and cohesiveness because if we don't, there's always an opportunity that things can go awry and they can go awry quickly. And we'll be back after a short break. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show and I'm your host, Jacques Howard. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. Website, Trenton365.com. You're watching and listening over WPHY Channel 25 covering Mercer County, New Jersey, and over WIMG 1300, the oldest radio station in the state of New Jersey. In the studio with me is Lee Ingram, and we've been talking a bit about who he is as a person, as I always like to do with my guests. And now we're moving next into talking about Fathers and Men United for a Better Trenton. And uh, Lee, so let's talk about the organization. And um, what was the reason behind starting it? And I think it was in 2005, if I remember correctly. It was around there. I came a little bit later. Okay. I came around 2006, I believe, 2007. Um, when I joined, the gentleman that just left, Mr. Tracy Southback, was the chairperson. And they were meeting over at Union Baptist Church. Then um, we moved over to Samaritan where Bishop Revenel became our spiritual leader. Well, we go around the city, we do prayer vigils. We just had one Saturday at Calhoun and um, Spring Streets. Uh, we did a prayer vigil there. We do a, try to do a prayer vigil at least once a month in different crime-riddled parts of the city, which is just about all of them. And we try to reach out to people that just need somebody to pray for them. They, a lot of them they always ask us, why don't the preachers of the churches that are here come out and talk to us? I said, I can't answer that question. You know, and I can't. You know, maybe they want you to come in that door. But sometimes, that's why I'm a minister, I'm a teacher. I go out in the streets, that's where I should go. But sometimes they ain't going to come to you, you got to go to them. And so what Fathers and Men does is we go to the people. We find out, like Thanksgiving, we find out families that's in need of food. We, we work together. They get the turkey donations. My brothers and sisters at New Jersey Transit, they donate um, funds for the fixings so that a family gets a full Thanksgiving basket, not just a turkey at Thanksgiving. We give them the full meal. And at Christmas, we go out and we give out an average of 500 to 600 hats and gloves to the children throughout the city. And um, we do a father-daughter dance. We just did one about a month and a half ago. We do a father-daughter dance that's a big hit with the young ladies and the fathers here in the city. They love that. And this year was extra special to me because it was a little young girl. She had to be about two or three years old. And we was giving out the dresses because... If a girl doesn't have a dress, people donate dresses to make sure the young ladies have a dress. And if the fathers don't have a suit, Duncan Harrison and Carter Patterson down at UHI, um, they donate a suit and shoes, shirt, full suit for the father. So there's no excuse. It's a free event. It doesn't cost them anything. When they come there, we have a photographer that takes free pictures of them. The meal is free. The entertainment is free. It's just a night with no excuses for a father to spend time with his daughter. Now the mothers are getting jealous saying you got to do a mother-son thing. Because we don't let them in. We don't let the mothers in. That night is just strictly father-daughter. No mothers. And it's a, it's a wonderful thing that they, we love doing. Then we have our family day every last Saturday in August in Calwater Park where we give out fully supplied book bags. Last year we gave out 750 um, fully stocked book bags to children, and we feed, over, we give out at least 2,000 hot dogs and hamburgers every um, every year. They, they eat that food up, and it's not, you don't find the food on the ground. <laughs> when the parks get cleaned up, you don't find a hot dog, you don't find a hamburger, you don't find a bun on the ground. Don't people eat that food? <laughs> and um, we had entertainment, we had the stage donated by the county to us so that we can um, let the kids have their day. They want to sing, get up on the stage and sing. You want to dance, get up on the stage and dance. You want to do anything that your heart's desire is their platform. 
It's not for us. It's not our day. It's their day to do whatever they want. We've done something. Fathers of Men has done something that people had totally forgot about. We brought the canoes back to Calwater Park at our event. Mr. Um, Butler over at the Y, he brings the canoes and we give the kids canoe rides down in Calwater Park. People didn't know that there was a boat launch down there. That used to be the swimming hole. If they go look, there's a big board there showing that used to be the swimming hole in West Trenton in Calwater Park. There's a landing and everything right there. It's a lot of history in Trenton that's just not being taught. And the beautiful things in Trenton are just not being shown. You know, um, it's a lot of history that's just being overlooked, that's not being taught. But Fathers and Men is trying to open people's minds. This is what's happening here in your city. This is what could happen here in your city. And we're partnering up with um, Miss Rachel Cos Coswell. Coswell, yeah. Yep. With her program with um, that she does in the summer. Um, what is it? Um, and I just talked to her at TCCA. Uh, I forgot the name of her program, but we're partnered up where we would do our picnic in the daytime, and then she had hers at night. So people would funnel from our event down to her event and just give people a full day of activity leading up to the end with movies under the stars. It's, they have baseball, kick soccer, tennis, uh, horseshoes, ting pong. They have. They had last year. They had the um, digital truck come out with the games in it for the kids. It's. It's just everybody is starting to really come together. You know, um, something that should have been done. If the if all the organizations that are doing things in the city really came to trip came together. Trenton would have something going 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But they just got to put personalities aside and come together. And we can really bring the city back to what it used to be. Because mm -hmm. I remember growing up in downtown Trenton, going to the Mayfair. Everybody wanted to be Bruce Lee when you came out. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, so, so you touched on a bunch of, of different different points there that I think are, are very specific to what we need to do to move Trenton forward and, and I agree with you I mean Trenton it's the, the country was founded on the streets of Trenton mm -hmm. George Washington became George Washington here in Trenton, Trenton. New Jersey um, and um, there's a lot of history that needs to be touched and uh, there's a lot that needs to be spoken about about the history of our country here and how diverse the people were here um, I had some historians in earlier this uh, or last month talking about that about how there was always people of color here in Trenton even fighting with George Washington etc and that's information that needs to be shared with the young people and especially the immigrants who are coming so that they can it can open up their eyes to this being their city as well them being included and in the direction of where the city's going they always tease kids about George Washington they always show the picture of George Washington Washington crossing the Delaware I said, yeah, they teach you about George. I said, but do you see the black man in the back telling him to look out for that rock over there? <laughs> they didn't know it was a black man in the boat with him. <laughs> yeah. Until they found it. Until you show it to him. Very interesting when, when you talk about that. And and there's a whole story with that. We'll, we'll get into that in a bit. But, um, you know, you, you touched on a few things that fathers and men united for a better Triton is doing and has been doing on a regular basis. Um, the clothing drive. The father-daughter dance, the family day. Why are those events so important for the organization and the outreach of the organization? It's so important to us because one of the things that we lack in the city is quality family time together. We lack that, and we got to bring that back. We got to have where the whole family is spending a day together. The mother, the father, the kids just come out like and just enjoy a day with no worries. You don't have to worry about buying nothing. You don't have to worry about doing nothing because we got the rides for the kids. We got the jumpers for the kids. We got everything you need to just spend time. You don't have to say, well, I can't take her because I don't have the money. Or, I can't take him because I don't, I don't have this. No, we eliminate that. By having these events that's totally free, now all you got to do is show up. You know, because built if you spend quality time with your kids, like with my son growing up, his mother sent him to me when he was 16 because he became a bit 
for her. He and um once he came, I had to first let him know it was two men in the room, one man, and he ain't him. <laughs> I'm gonna respect you. We're both gonna be men in this room, but there's one man and I'm him. So we once we set the boundaries, now we can teach, we can learn. And that only comes from spending time with each other, sitting down, talking, and communicating. Something that we don't do in a lot anymore. We gotta sit down and talk and communicate. You know, I'd like to invite you back, um, especially when it comes time for when you're having another event and uh, to help support it and promote it. But can you just do a plug for this Saturday's event and then uh, we're gonna transition and bring in Cameron and Eric. I'm welcoming everyone to come out to the Ambassador Hall at 610 New York Avenue, Saturday night at 8 o'clock. We're having our award banquet cabaret with um, honorees Cameron Hunt, uh, Darlene McKnight, Kenny Bullock, the four beautiful young ladies in the city clerk's office. Um, we have Miss Grace Crossland getting honored. We have uh, Mr. Martinez from um, North Trenton who does a lot in the community. Just this event is about ordinary people. Just the ones that make the other people who they think they are. The regular, the real workhorses. You can have a Rolls Royce, but but until you put that engine in there, it ain't nothing. And that's what we're honoring. We're in honoring the engines, all these mechanisms that's working that make our city great. And it's just for ordinary people. Great. And what's the contact information again? The contact information again is uh, Fathers and Men United for a Better Trenton on Facebook. You have my number. Lee Ingram at 609-468-3422. And you also have our um, first meeting at Samaritan Church on Mondays, the first Monday of each month. And I hope to see everybody out because Doug Henderson from WDAS, is going, he's a great host. I love having him. I like Doug, but don't be giving no radio stations a plug here on my show. Anyway, Lee, thank you so much. We'll be chatting uh, after the show. But folks, you've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. We're going to be taking another short break, and then we'll be bringing in Cameron Hunt and Eric Wiggins. Yeah, how did y'all find out y'all family? Four, three, two, one. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. Again, I'm Jacques Howard, your host. You can follow us on Twitter at Trenton365 and one of the Facebook pages, Trenton365 Show, where you can listen to archives of this interview as well as others. You're watching over WPHY Channel 25 covering Mercer County, New Jersey. And you're listening and watching over WIMG 1300, the oldest radio station in the state of New Jersey. And now in this portion of the program, I'd like to invite Eric Wiggins and Cameron Hunt to the program. Um, and I'll just do a little background. Um, I've known Cameron for many years. He's one of those people who's actively involved in a community, doing lots of different things. Um, I, I, the list of organizations that he's been a part of could stretch quite far. Um, probably my first introduction to him was through the Isles organization where um, during our 30th year anniversary he was being honored and I was one of the fortunate people of the board to actually be a part of that, that production and that's when I first had my opportunity to meet him. In addition to that he's been involved with the NAACP, uh, Trenton Council of Civic Associations and several other civically engaged organizations not to mention um, working with youth, uh, the Youth Corps, etc. So Cameron it's a finally nice to get you onto the program. Welcome to the Trenton 365 show. Thank you so very, very much. And uh, you mentioned some organizations that I had forgotten. So <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for all of that. Excellent. And Eric, you as well. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Excellent. So Eric, why don't you get started? Why don't you share a little bit about who you are and um, you know what, what has you here in Trenton, New Jersey. And then Cameron, I want you to do the same. And then let's transition and talk about Fathers and Men United for a Better Trenton. Well, you just talked to uh, Mr. Lee Ingram of Fathers and Men United Better Trenton. I actually co-chair with Jason Rogers, and um, it's four years running for myself. And uh, also Mr. Hunt is also a member of Fathers and Men United for a Better Trenton. We're looking to get all the men in the city of Trenton to be Fathers and Men United for a Better Trenton. That's the overall key. But just a, a, a small caveat about me, it's not much. I've always lived in Trenton, born and raised here, North Trenton. Uh, lived in every part of the city, worked out in South Trenton, Boys and Girls Club, and it's just something about fathers and men being on the ground, 
in the areas where sometimes the police don't want to go. You know, things of that nature. It's it's important to have those that look like you to be able to relate information, to be able to communicate effectively. There's a difference when we're out there. I mean, granted, nine times out of ten, we know who it is at the same time. I mean, little Daryl was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make little Daryl bad. But I don't want to go stemming off too far left or right because there's a caveat and a diversity of issues that relate to that. But, you know, I coach Trenton Pop Warner flag football. I got little bags of sugar. And the best way I can explain that is that old school metal football game with the men already in the pose and <laughs> turning on it. Eh. Um, it's more than football. What I've instituted as far as the team model is try your best, give your best, be your best. That transcends sports. That's just the all around. Being conscious of your community, being respectful of your parents. And at the same time, Jack, you know just as well as I know, if you have a melanin in your skin, you're already going up against an uphill battle. So just equipping our youth with the ways and how to deal with it and you know, knowing that there's people out there that's watching over you, kind of give them a little bit more strength in their wings so they can fly that much further. Mm -hmm. And I want to jump in there too because I think that it's really important and I've been making it a point to let people know exactly what you said. You know, when, when we think about the evolution of a community, mm -hmm. you can't have one group of people always appear to be better than another group of people. And when you have that, you have dysfunction. Mm. And it's important for everyone to come to this point and conclusion where we are all of the human race mm -hmm. and we all have positive and negative elements and uh, actions in our lives. Mm -hmm. Once we can do that, we can sit across the table from each other and say, hey, your points are just as valid as mine. And the color of your skin, the length of your hair, your sexual preference, none of those things matter. Mm -hmm. We're sharing our feelings and our emotions. And if we're working together and we want to be whole, WH, we mm -hmm. can do this if we're willing to listen and be respectful of each other. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole impetus behind my program and anything that I do. Awesome. I just want to bring people together so that people can say at the end of the day, I met someone who may not speak the same language as me, may not be from the same place, may not even look like me or have the same sexual preference, but they're a human being and they are trying. I'm giggling because uh, Eric and I were talking about um, all three of us having uh, uh, were follically challenged. Yes. <laughs> but uh, that's all information. I'd love to have a conversation with anyone. Send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com. We can chat over a meal in a public space, and you can get to learn and, and realize that this is real. I mean, I've got no other choice. This is my shot at uh, being the person that I believe God wants me to be. So I want to transition, and thank you for initiating that. No problem. And Cameron, I want to transition over to you because, again, um, you know, one of the things that I've always admired about you is that you're one of those people, regardless of what the situation calls for, you're pretty much going to be just like you are now. Quiet, reserved, don't agitate them, <laughs> don't get them too hot because it could be a problem. But I, I think it's nice that, that you're here. And I want you to share a bit about who you are. And I know I have to nudge you to do that because that's not one of the things that you, you do. Mm -hmm. But I'd like for you to, to share a bit about your background. And then I want you to transition right into Fathers and Men United, what the organization, uh, your, your participation with it, what it has meant, et cetera. Um, 1969-70, a young African-American young man got out of his car on the corner of State and Broad Street and say, where did they send me? That young man was yours truly. My title was International Union Representative for a, for a union called AFSME. Mm -hmm. And we were organizing blue collar, state blue collar workers for a statewide representation election. Uh, my first experience was meeting a group of people that worked at Trent State Hospital who was headed by a, a lady I'll never forget by the name of Annie McRae. Annie McRae was the president of the state, Trent State Hospital's Ask Me Local. It was 
me, Annie, and six other ladies and gentlemen who organized Trenton State Hospital and got it prepared for the election for which we won. From that point, I basically was just doing my job as an international rep until I decided to head in another direction. And the other direction was being community involved. And this is some years later, but being community involved like on the bottom ground, on the ground floor. So uh, I got involved with the uh, New Jersey, uh, 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 it's a nonprofit that's out off of state, off of uh, Stuyvesant Avenue. Um, no, not American, but in any case, that was my real or my second phase of being community involved because this organization worked with young people and and the young people that were coming through were young people who were not doing well in in regular school, so they were sent to this program they went through went through their school training and they did community active kind of stuff clean up uh, old people's uh, yards, uh, help senior citizens with maybe moving furniture in and out if we got a call to do that. From there, I got involved with my neighborhood civic association for which I'm a co-founder. And it, in the beginning, it was Rutherford Avenue Civic Association until we found out if we changed the avenue to Heights, there could be some kind of... Uh, assistance in taxes for homeowners because we were very heavy homeowners then. From there, from uh, being the president of that for five years, I, uh, I moved into uh, other facets of community activities, as you well know. Presently, bringing that all up to present, one of the games that I love to participate with is the game of chess. Because in the game of chess, you have to think. You know, a lot of people will say to me, well, it's like checkers. I said, oh, no, 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 no. The game of chess, you have to think. But the other reason that it kind of got me glad that I'm in this position is the young people I'm meeting, the young people who are part of our chess group. Uh, we organized an organization called the Capital City Chess Collaborative. Uh, our first uh, supporter was the office of Floyd Morris, who is the CEO of Children's Futures. Uh, the other uh, in, uh, person that got involved with us was Lee Ingram, okay, as a supporter. And from that point, 2014 to now, we have been organizing chess tournaments for kids and for senior citizens. And when I say senior citizens, I'm talking about OGs. We call them the what we now call it is the OG classes. So ain't I. Thank you. Um, so we call it the OG classic now. Um, the concept is to bring our primary concept is to bring the game of chess to the foots and the footsteps of our young people. Now you say why? Because in the game of chess, when an interviewer sees your resume, and I tell this to my students all the time and they see is as one of your hobbies that you know how to play the game of chess, immediately they know you're a thinker. They know you contemplate things. They know you figure out solutions. They know you stay calm, cool, and collected if you need to. There's a lot of pluses there. Mm -hmm. So from that point on until present, we've been working the chess collaborative through six schools now. And we're getting ready to have our first what you could call intramural event. Uh, the first two schools that will be starting will be uh, the uh, Dunn School and Joyce Kilmer School. Uh, the next two schools will be the uh, Trenton High West School and the, um, uh, the uh, uh, Rivera School. And from that, we will be comprising a citywide team that will be uh, hosting a uh, intercollegiate chess championship sometime in June that will be a open. In other words, it will be open for other scholastic teams who play chess to come into the city and play our team. Great. So, and, and that's a, that's a, I'm going <coughs> to interrupt. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty charged up about that. Um, I was fortunate enough to be taught chess at a young age. And, um, 
I know we talked briefly about that, but we're going to get into uh, the chess scene a little bit more. And uh, we're up on another break. It's going to be a quick break, but we're going to get back into talking about this Saturday's event, Fathers and Men United for a Better Train, okay. and just after a short break. But, folks, I encourage you to go to the website or do an Internet search for Fathers and Men United for a Better Trenton. Check out the website and see how you can get involved. And more importantly, if you're around the area, stop by. It's a 20 to $25 ticket if you want to come to the event located at the Ambassador on New York Avenue, uh, pretty much at the Trenton-Ewing border just off of Walden Avenue. And we'll be back after a short break. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. In the studio with me right now is Eric Wiggins and Cameron Hunt, both who are representing Fathers and Men United for a Better Trenton. And a little sidebar, we were talking uh, during the break about the need for four men to teach chess in the city of Trenton to, to the youth two days a week, 4.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. It's easy to get in contact with Mr. Hunt. He can be found via cell phone 609-356-6058, 609-356-6058, and the email, S as in Sierra, F as in Foxtrot, M as in Mike, A as in Alpha, S as in Sierra, T as in Tango, E as in Echo, R as in Romeo, dot eight at hotmail.com, sfmaster.8 at hotmail.com if you'd like to participate and I guarantee it will be one of those life-changing opportunities for you not only to be a part of it and to meet these men who are doing the program but also to make an impact on some young adults who are right here in Mercer County New Jersey in Trenton and all it is is one hour two times a week and there's a huge event that's coming up in June so again this will be up on the website and on the Facebook page Trenton 365 show so um, I'd like to transition now and let's talk about this Saturday's event um, Cameron's been has been nominated by you, Absolutely. and I'm sure there's a very particular reason why. I'd like for you to just chat about that. Well, um, I always like to, as they say, give a man his flowers. No, no pun intended. But this is an unsung hero cabaret. We often hear about the grandioso leader up top, but there's no talk of the supporting staff. And so many times, and oftentimes. We need that, hey, I see what you're doing. Keep up the good work. Hun, here's a Dunkin' Donuts card. Go get a coffee on me. Those small gestures of appreciation helps carry people that much further. More than recognition. Um, his resume speaks for itself. What I could remember about my first time meeting Cameron, I was living on the corner of Walnut and Chambers Street, just a, mm -hmm. a small... Uh, resemblance to Times Square in a nutshell and we were doing a neighborhood cleanup we were mm. doing an assessment of um, evaluating the, the conditions of the old properties that's still there and all that other stuff with the help of a better way and um, a couple other volunteers but Mr. Hunt stood out because he had on his military gear he came out he <laughs> he dropped the food off here go your food get busy <laughs> and he moved but ever since then in a bunch of different scenarios, community related and needed, he was there mm -hmm. in different capacities. Who was this guy? Who was this guy? A lot of times you would hear, oh, that's Cameron, that, he, he crazy, he crazy. But guess what? They call Jesus crazy too. Mm -hmm. So I like to go with the odd because there's beauty in being odd which will kind of transcend into a whole nother topic that we could possibly talk about later, but there is beauty and difference. Mm -hmm. Cameron does the work. He doesn't, hey, look at me over here. He does the work, get done, and he cares. Mm -hmm. He's going to tell you, don't do that. That's okay. We need more direction-driven leaders. Mm -hmm. Direction-driven leaders. This is one that I'm sitting next to right now. Hmm. So that's my way of giving him his uh, proverbial flowers, letting him know that, you know, somebody from his younger generation is still looking out. And you wouldn't believe that he's 73 years old, people. Yeah. I was born in 73. This man is 73, and he's getting around better than some 16, 17-year-olds. 
when I when I had uh, asked Cameron um, several years ago about how old he was, I, I think there was an earthquake on the other side of the earth from my jaw dropping. Exactly. <laughs> and um, and uh, the accolades for Cameron um, not only are from people here who are in this room, but uh, Marty Johnson spoke extremely highly of you when um, the time had come at this time for this 30th anniversary um, gala when you were honored. So um, the, the kudos go far and wide and uh, whether or not, um, and, I, and I have to say this is my personal thing as well, you're so busy in the work that you a lot of times don't get a chance to really enjoy the accolades from other people, especially your peers or who you're mentoring or who's mentoring you because you're just doing that work. And I would attest that probably um, both of you are in the same vein, meaning that you realize that, hey, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I have to do. This isn't about anyone patting me on the back or anyone taking my picture or inviting me to a dinner. Mm -hmm. This is work that needs to get done. Absolutely. And I'm committed to doing that work. So, again, kudos to you, Mr. Hunt. Thank you. And uh, you're welcome, sir. And uh, so what does it feel like to have uh, someone who has spoke so highly of you and has nominated you to give you a recognition when you've mentioned that you aren't always recognized? Well, the, aside from the, the not always recognized, the few times it did happen, um, I am at the same mindset as I am now sitting before you. I don't know what to say. because. Mm. To me, I didn't think people were looking. I didn't think people were noticing. I didn't think people were you know, interested. So to you know to find myself being in two more days going to be honored with some fine individuals like mm -hmm. one of another person, Darlene McKnight. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, absolutely. Darlene McKnight. Now she's my neighbor. She's our neighbor. She lives in my neighborhood. She was one of the co-founders of the of the capital um, of the. Uh, Rutherford Heights Civic Association. Mm -hmm. So to be in that kind of a boat with those kind of individuals, I am humbled. I am honored. Believe me. And if they thought I was going to, I was working in the past, watch me now. Mm. Watch me now. <laughs> now here's here's what I, I like to, I like to always give the audience a charge. You know, I don't look at this as like I'm preaching or anything, but I think it's important for us because I believe human beings work better this way. When, you know, we can take all the information, and, but when someone can point at you and say, hey, you, what are you going to do? And you being someone from the military, you understand that. You need to know, hey, this is what the goal is, and this is what you need to work to. Now, don't worry about what happens after that. Get to that goal first. So what would you both like to share with the youth of this region first? Let me go first. Um, the first thing I want to share is never for a millisecond doubt your capabilities of the unlimited possibilities. Mm. You may not hear that often. I believe in you. I don't even know you. I don't have to know you. I know you are greatness. I know you come from greatness. Being popular, being cool, that's the thing of the past. The thing nowadays is the smart guy, the tech guy, the numbers guy. Be that guy. I mean, because when you, when you say the youth of this area, this region, they have to adapt to what they have as far as resources. But at the same token, in the same vein, you can take what's given and provide an innovative spin to it to where it's a new thing. Because they always look at us where you talk about swag, how we get down. Let's take it beyond that. Let's think about what's going to happen tomorrow. Let's stop living for the moment. Although no moment is given, stop living for the moment. Start thinking longevity and who's watching you. Because you got little cousins, you got little nieces, you got little neighbors, and even the elders. The division between the elders and the younger people is widening. Too much. Change the game. Don't be a part of the game. And also, pay attention to the words that people speak to you. 
If you don't understand the word, define it because one word can tell you a whole lot about what the message, what the communication is really being relayed and what the point is. So, you know, don't doubt your greatness. Don't dumb down your talent. And uh, stop wasting time. And before you answer, Cameron, I want to say, you know, you that word peculiar came up because I think that you were defining peculiar earlier that we're that peculiar people absolutely and there's nothing wrong that word has gotten a a, a magic negative tone to it there's nothing wrong with being peculiar, peculiar or different absolutely Mr. Hunt what would you I, like to say I, to the youth here well I've just recently started handing some of my players my business card because when we started and, and I saw we could use an extra set of hands with one or two of the different teams, one of the things I recognize is that that individual that I choose has to be somewhat of a mentor. So hence came chess mentor from various civics, from, for various clubs in the, under the collaborative. And the idea of a mentor is somebody that student comes in, they're not playing right, or they're not playing, or they don't want to play. And what's wrong with you, David? What's wrong with you, Marquise? Everything all right at home? That's what I want with our connection with our babies. And one other thing. One of the things I've been so proud about is the fact that our babies are very smart. I've got kids who've come in and after like two or two weeks know the game can make moves have been able to almost make me sweat <laughs> <laughs> but other than that i mean it's just been a joy to work with our young people to to see this to see the smile on their face when they beat me great you know i asked them about their schoolwork because if you are not doing good in school you can't play yeah you can't be here you can't be here if you want to just come here and play around. This is serious business. Great. And uh, Mr. Hunt, I'm going to share your contact information and then we're going to sign off. But before, I want you guys to think about a 15-second closing. So Cameron Hunt um, can be found at 609-356-6058. 609-356-6058. And for those of you who are into email, which I hope you all are, sfmaster8 at hotmail.com. You guys are going to have to come back. My producer saying we're done. Thank you for coming out to the Trenton 365 Thank show. You for you. You're welcome. Folks, you've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 show, and we'll be back next week. Take care and have a wonderful week.